Um, he is Soteriology, Doctrine of Salvation, Mr. Bancroft in his book, first uh, in the big outline, dealt with the regeneration of salvation. The regeneration in and of salvation. And then he dealt with repentance that's in salvation. Without, and so, uh, the repentance of salvation. All right. And uh, so I like this. Paul said in Acts 20, I'll just read this, 20, 26. But, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. So there's repentance and salvation and there's all the different things of it, the modes and this, that, and other. And then we, we got to the, to the grace that's, I'm sorry, the faith <laughs> that's in salvation. We've been here for a while. Uh, lots of things with the faith and I'm trying to find where my... Oh, there it is. So the big C, faith, the importance of faith. I'm just going to go down the, uh, the big numbers. The meaning of faith um, on this outline. So the, mean, the importance of faith, the meaning of faith. And then we're finally to the manner. We started last week with the manner of faith. And then under the manner, we're seeing the divine side, which originates with the triune God. Uh, and then number two, where was number two? The human side, which is secured by the use of means. And then we're finally down to the results of faith. Whew. The results of faith. All right. So one of the things, of course, that faith first brings us, and this is the first thing we see here, is salvation. Salvation. The results of faith are many and far-reaching. Faith is the principle of the new life possessed by the justified one. Let me read that one again. Faith is the principle of the new life possessed by the justified one, and therefore of necessity, every desirable result is vitally related to and dependent upon faith. So, be, so it has to, we're starting with salvation right here in a minute. So, but beyond salvation, everything, we're to, the just shall, what? Live by faith. So everything that we do as a child of God, amen, uh, is hinged on a faith. Beyond salvation, faith, faith to be saved, and we're going to see in our outline all those things that we just mentioned. So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, we can probably all quote it. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by, uh, sorry, 8, 9 and 10. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, so we should live by faith. We're going to see that one in a minute in Hebrews. But here it is at the that, uh, last part in verse number 10. We are walking him. So we see salvation in these verses, 8 and 9. And then beyond salvation, our, uh, the, we're created uh, in Christ Jesus unto good works. Uh, and then that we should walk in them. So so we're to work and we're to walk. And that's after the salvation takes place. But salvation is going to take place first. As we uh, so often say around here, Sunday school and church, you know, uh, all the other denominations preach a work salvation. You know, what can I do to be saved? And I must be able to, or, or Brother Hall, I, I was telling, uh, there was a group there that used to listen to the radio station and supported our ministry. 
uh, supported us in their revivals and things like that. Uh, their flavor, if you want to, their, their denomination was what's called pilgrim holiness. And set, when we sat down and compared doctrine, we could agree all the way up till after salvation. They, 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 would, they would say uh, by grace, you know, through faith, all that they agreed with. But then after salvation, they felt that they had to work to keep their salvation and they had to stay holy and live holy to keep their salvation. And we, we believed in holiness. We believed in sanctification and, and separation. We preached all that, but it wasn't to retain our salvation. We preached uh, whoso, I mean, uh, uh, an everlasting life and an eternal life, all right? We didn't have, uh, that nothing could remove us out of his hand, amen, and out of the love of God. So there's where we kind of cross paths doctrinally, but so many times people want to do that. But that's not what our working faith is about. Our working faith is to point, you know, they were first called Christians at Antioch. How did they, what were they looking at? They were looking at how they walked. They were looking at how they worked. They were looking at how they talked. They were looking at how they dressed. They were looking at all those things. They said, you must be a follower of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all that all that takes place there. So anyway, salvation is the broadest meaning, in its broadest meaning, is the most comprehensive term and may be used to include all aspects of the believer's life from justification to glorification. We here here we use it as a covering only on the uh, we here we use it as covering only the primary aspects of that life. So we're going to see some primary aspects of our life in Christ after salvation. It takes faith to be saved. For by grace are you saved through faith. Amen. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So the belief, and there's our faith in salvation. Now, beyond salvation, faith in forgiveness. Faith in forgiveness. Acts chapter 10 and I'll turn so that we're Acts 10 and verse number 43. <clears throat> to him, <coughs> to him give, to him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. All right, so forgiveness comes from that faith as well. We receive remission of sins. Because of our faith. So not only for forgiveness, but justification. Romans 5 and verse number 1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read when I get there, but I'm going to turn in my Bible. Some of these are written down in the book, but I'm going to turn in my Bible. So if we're about the same speed, then we're fine. If, we're, if not, then you'll catch up a little bit. But there's some that I want to read the full sentence. You know how I am there. So I do know that. I want to get the context of the Scripture. Well, see, justification is in faith. So faith in justification. Romans 5, 1, therefore, being justified, how? By faith, all right? Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith, woo, into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God, all right? So justification. Then we have sonship with God, sonship with God, Galatians 3, and verse number 26, of course, we can also go to John 1 
as well, but Galatians 3 and 26, and one of, this, is, this is one of the, my favorite aspects of it. You've heard my testimony. I mean, while Matthew chapter 6 is my favorite chapter because, you know, Dad wasn't always, I love my dad. I do my love my dad, but when I was in the formative years of my life, you know, and I understand a whole lot, and I actually wrote a letter. I don't know if he ever seen it. Hopefully he did because my stepmother wrote a letter back, and I got mad at her. But I'd like to have heard it back from my dad. But I did. I wrote a letter to my dad just pouring my heart out to him once I became a dad, once I understood what it was like to work and work and work and work and work just to try to keep food in their mouths and clothes on their backs and the sacrifices that fathers do and, and go through. And I, and I understood a lot more about my dad once I became a dad, and I wrote a letter thanking him for that. But in the formative years of my life, the visitation that was set forth by the courts in the divorce was dad got me and my brother every other weekend and two weeks in the summertime, straight. And that was so we were around dad every other weekend and two weeks in the summer. So there's a lot of things about, you know, that father figure I've had. I had stepfathers and there was other men in my life that I've seen. But my dad, and I've seen things in my dad, but just not consistently. Not that he was inconsistent, it's just I wasn't around him. And so, so whenever we talk about sonship with God, uh, that's really a... Uh, uh, blessing to me because they was sitting at the radio station after one of the children's graduation and my dad told me, he said, I can't go. If I was planning on going to Scotland at the time as a missionary. He said, if you're going to Scotland, Brother Hall preached. He says, if you're going to Scotland and you're going to, you're going to propagate what I heard last night, preach. He goes, I can't, I can't support you. And that was a turning point in my life. And I said, because I always wanted to please my dad, my earthly dad. And at that time, you know, I mean, it was at 6 a.m. in the radio studio when he told me that. And he left, and they went back to Lebanon. And, and there was a, a turning point there that I said, and then the Holy Spirit basically speaking to me. And he said, do you want to please your earthly father, or do you want to please your heavenly father? And he goes, and I said, I want to please my heavenly father. And so that was, that was what I strived to do, you know. And, and, and so from then on, it was, there, was a, there was a release because I always had it in my mind to strive to please my earthly father. But then, you know, when it comes to this and this sonship that we share as a child of God, what a blessing. So uh, Galatians 3.26, for, let me make sure I've got it right for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Of course, we go to go to John chapter 1 as well. Faith makes us the sons of God. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read that. Just I mean, we could probably almost get it out. I'd have to get started on the quote, but I'll turn it and read so I don't misquote it. But John chapter 1, and again, very familiar text of Scripture. <clears throat> Verse number 11, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But, ooh, like those buts in the Bible, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power, to, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, believe there's where faith is, believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, 
nor of the will of man, but of God. So the sonship with God is by faith. So these are these, these extra, these other aspects of our salvation. So sal- this is all under salvation. First, that initial salvation, being born again. But under salvation is incorporated in our faith is incorporated in the forgiveness that we receive, and faith is incorporated in justification that we receive, and the sonship that we receive, and the eternal life that we receive. And John 5, uh, 20, uh, 20, 50, no, 20, 31. John 20, 31. But these are written, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life, through his name. Of course, we go back to John 3, 16, John 3, 15, by faith. And that eternal life and everlasting life that we have by faith in, 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 our, in our salvation. So all these still fall under the salvation part. Forgiveness, justification, sonship, eternal life, and now the partaking of the divine nature. What? Partaking of the divine nature. Second, Second Peter. Second Peter. I think I've got it marked here. I do, 2 Peter 4, no, 2 Peter 1. It says verse 4, but I'm going to read because it's on down in the sentence, and you know how I like, but because faith is up in verse number 1. So Peter here, in verse number 1 of 2 Peter 1, Simon, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious, here it is, faith. So this is who the book was written to, to them who have obtained like precious faith. All right, we've obtained the faith. Um, With us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, the sentence does not end, colon, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of of Jesus our Lord, comma, according as his... Divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, colon, that whereby, the whereby goes back up to verse number one, that word faith. The faith that we received and obtained these other things, but here in verse number four, that faith whereby are given unto us this is whereby the faith brings these things to us. Faith whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that, are, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Escaping the corruption that's in the world through lust and being partakers of the divine nature. And we can be partakers of the divine nature in this body. I don't understand it all, but one of these days, and I know Brother Hall, Brother Hall preached a whole lot on it. Brother Glenn is expecting it, is <laughs> to receive that glorious body like unto his, it, you know, and one of these days we are going to. We shall see him because we shall be like him. We're going to be as he is, and what a blessing one. That, that, uh, uh, What's it called? It's in Romans. Uh, it's, it's slipping me. Uh, is it redemption? No. Right, getting us talking about getting that body. Where's that scripture there? 
It's not in my notes, so. Uh, I'm wanting the one about the, is it not the earnest? The earnest? Yeah, the earnest. About our body being the earnest. Right. I'm the one looking for one in Romans. Uh, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So, grown, compared, delivered, that is redemption. That's why I'm looking at redemption of the body. Romans 8, 23. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. So, again, we, we receive some of these partakers of the divine nature by the fruit of the Spirit. There's fruit of the Spirit that works in us and out of us in this body. And we have the Holy Spirit that will correct us and stop us from doing stupid stuff in this body. And we see through, we see through the eyes of faith in this body. We, we, we uh, ignore some of the uh, lusts that it's talking about of the world that we're drawn into, just like the example I gave about that job the other day. That's not, I, I seek the will of God, try to. And I know this is the will of God for me and that job that he gave me, the very first job I applied for in Oklahoma, he gave me that. So if he gave it to me, why would I look for, I mean, the, the flesh wants to look for something bigger and better. I mean, when, you know, like I said, when that fruit is dangling in front of you and it says the starting salary is $100,300, uh, what? I could do that job for that kind of money. But, the Spirit says, no, you can't because I'm not going to be in that job with you. I'm in the current job, and I'm in the, in, the, in the pastorate with you. Yes, Lord. So that's in this body. But one of these days, we're going to get another body. Here it is. So, so we have those, these things in this body, these, what is it said there, the, the partakers of the divine nature in this body, even so... The first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of the body. What a blessing that that is. And, you know, there's a lot of death going on. I mean, Chris's grandmother is, is on hospice. My dad, in essence, is on hospice. He's on comfort care. Same thing what hospice would be. And there's a lot of talk about death around us. Um, you know, Roy's got cancer and not going to have the, 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 the treatment. And then the fellow that I was in the Air Force with, so he's just a couple years older than me, cancer's on him. They're trying to get a game plan. And just you hear it all around you, you know, and so how we deal with it. You know, and it is a sad thing when we, when we go to the funeral home or when we go to the grave you know, it's a sad thing if they don't have that testimony of ever knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. But we can, we can have, even though we're sad at the other, at the other folks, we're sad that they're, they're, that they're no longer with us, but we can have, there's a certain gladness within us. And one, we know by their testimony that they're, they're not suffering anymore. And we know that the promise of God says that they're going to get a new body one of these days. And we're going to have a new body, and we're going to rejoice in heaven throughout eternity. Woo! I mean, that's just a blessing. All right, so, so we partake of that, the divine nature. Uh, and then the indwelling of Christ. The indwelling of Christ comes along with salvation. It's all by faith. And that's again in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. 
And it says verse 17, I think it's, yeah, that's what I thought. So verse 17, but if you go back to the beginning of the sentence, we've got to go back up to 14. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by, the, by his Spirit in the inner man. I like that that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, <laughs> and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. <coughs> so again, the indwelling of Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. The indwelling of the Spirit. One God manifesting himself in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But, you know, and it's, it's, it's interesting as you go through the Scriptures, you see the Comforter is in us, he, the Spirit indwells us, but then you see passages of Christ in us. But it's just one God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But, you know, and that, that's really points to it's just one God. It's just, you know, how that is manifested. But, uh, and God is spirit. And so, so he indwells us and it's Christ. In, and in that last part of that sentence there, that ye may be, might be filled with all the fullness of God. So it talked about um, that Christ may dwell with you in verse number 17 and in verse number 19, it talked about being full of God. All the same person. The Spirit, the Son, and God the Father. In us. I don't understand it. <laughs> but I sure like it. Kind of like that song, for all, John 3, 16. That little boy sitting by the fire. I don't understand it, but it sure does make a, a cold boy warm. Anybody's ever heard that song? It's played on the radio station about years ago. <coughs> And I don't understand it, but I sure glad I got it. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, so the indwelling. So this is the results of sal the results of faith, salvation, and then these things are bound in the 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 ball of salvation: forgiveness, justification, sonship with God, eternal life, partaking of the divine nature, indwelling of Christ. Then, secondly, the number two here. So the results of faith is a normal Christian experience. A normal Christian experience. Faith, the principle of the new life. So this is just, we walk by faith. And here it is. And, and uh, I'm sorry, I said Hebrews, didn't I? Uh, earlier I said it's, it's Habakkuk, wherever that is in the Bible. <laughs> it's before Matthew. I know where that is. <laughs> I don't know how much before Matthew. Uh, one of them that you've got about two pages or you'll miss it if you ain't careful. Habakkuk. <laughs> there it is. I got it. Woo. Habakkuk. Um, absolutely. Chapter 2 and verse number 4. But I'm going to look and see here. That's what okay. Verse number 4. Behold his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Of course, it says his faith there. It says just by faith in other places here in the word of God. 
So the just shall live by his faith. So it's a normal Christian experience. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But faith is the medium through which they enter the experience of the Christian and find expression through his life. All right? So a normal Christian experience. It also comes along with sanctification. Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. Acts 26, verse 18. Back up. Oh, let's go grab the sentence over here. Verse number 16. Uh, let's go 15. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which I will appear unto thee delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith. That's where I was trying to get to. Sanctified by faith that is in me. Sanctified. Sanctified. So sanctification comes by faith. Keeping the keeping power of God comes by faith here, and this is our this is the walk part of our life. First Peter one and verse five, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed at uh, at the last time in the last time. <coughs> I didn't turn to that one, but I will the next one if you'll turn to Matthew eleven. <coughs> Excuse me. So the uh, the victorious life we overcome. No, back up. That was keeping, the keeping power of God comes. He keeps us. So the first one there is he sanctifies us through our faith and he keeps us by our faith. That's something that, that, that Pilgrim Holiness Church needs. They thought that they was kept by their works. Again, they, they believed up unto salvation like we all did, but they said to keep it, we got to live holy. No, we're kept by our faith. We're sanctified by our faith and we're kept by our faith. It's all the way through. And that's, where, that's what I was trying to get to here. So, and a victorious life. It's for 1 John. I'll turn this one. I was just there. 1 John 5. 4 and 5. That's just the victorious life. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is, that, uh, who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So two things there. We see faith in that verse, and we see believeth, which is talking about our faith. So we overcome. And when I seen that, that victorious life, and I prayed here, and I was just reminded of the sign there, because, you know, it could come down to the day where this, this is going to be tested. And just, you know, if God be for us, who can be against us? It's been on the, I meant to change the sign by that before now, but I keep passing it as I'm going in and out from the house. Keep looking over and saying, I need to change that, but I'm keeping reminded of it as I read it. You know, it come down to, we got to be reminded that, you know, when, when, Things maybe look bleak around us. 
God is on our side. That faith is our victory. You know, uh, that faith will help us be victorious. And faith will help us overcome. And, and it comes down to faith. You know, you hear missionary stories. And, you know, Brother Hall read the book, the biography of John and Betty Stem, missionaries in China. As the communists were coming in, they hid their little baby. And, of course, John, they gave, the, the communists come in, took their lives, and the baby kept, stayed hid, stayed hid. And then they, people found the child and snuck it out of China to relatives here in the United States. How about fate? I mean, God gave them dying faith, and when you hear it, read their story, like he shared with us so many times in his preaching. But then when you just put that baby in a hiding place and just trust God to, to keep it quiet, and not only that, trust God that somebody would come and find it. And, uh, and so just Victoria, and then other t- uh, bullets, I heard of another missionary story. They was trying to escape in some communist, that type of deal. They was pushing a baby carriage and bullets. When they got to where they was going, you know, they all, all the adults and the, the, the smaller children that could walk got out unharmed, and they looked at the carriage, and there was bullet holes through the carriage. But the baby was unharmed. <laughs> and that's just God. And then, and, and, you know, praying for rain. Show up with an umbrella because you had that much faith that God was going to make it rain. You know, and that's the kind of the overcoming faith that we're talking and, and things like that. And we're going to see a little bit more of that here. And so victorious life uh, and overcoming the world and rest and peace comes by faith as well. We were just there the other day. You don't have to turn there, but I'll read it. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I... We'll give you rest. We have rest in our faith. So many times people are troubled, and 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 you know, I, I've shared with Lisa, me. What if? What if? Why? We can't. I can't. I can't. I just not geared that way. I can't operate on what ifs. I operate on what's before me. You know, <laughs> you've got the, the, the wood and the matches for a fire. What if it rains? Well, it's not raining now. <laughs> Let's make a fire. <laughs> what if the wind blows the fire and catches the forest? I don't care. It'll ha- I'll deal with that if it happens. But it ain't happened yet. That's kind of the way that I operate. And uh, so just translate that. God gives us his promises. And we can what if all around his promises we want to, or we can stand by faith on his promise and just say, this is what God said. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Just rest in it. Like a hammock. Like a bed. Like a chair. You know, just... Like a good bench, I believe, and we go. I believe the bench can hold me up, but I'm not exercising my face until I put my weight on that bench and trust it to hold me up. And then when I do, there's rest in that. All right. So, when I, 
All right, so a couple more here. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to do two more, and then we're going to have to pause, and we'll do the holy achievements next time. Here's two more. So these are things that the normal Christian experiences. Sanctification, keeping power of God, victorious life, rest and peace, two more. Joy and satisfaction. Joy and satisfaction. 1 Peter 1, 8. Whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. <coughs> we can rejoice. And, then, and outside, the lost folks don't understand it. So how in the world can you be so joyful in this, you know, all around us? Because of our faith. And then finally here, made a channel of blessing. Made a channel of blessing. We're going to turn to this one, John 7. So faith, this is our, our Christian walk. We are made a channel of blessing. In John 7, verses 38 and 39. John 7, 38 and 39. All right, let's go back up to verse number seven, 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow, living wa shall flow waters of living water. Rivers, I'm sorry, back up. Woo, read that again. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So, made a channel of blessing. So, uh, it, we, once we received the Spirit, after he was glorified, then we received the Holy Spirit, the Spirit indwells of us, and then out of us shall flow rivers. Uh, uh, out of the Spirit that dwells within us shall flow rivers of living water. <coughs> we, become, we become a channel of blessings to others in our walk. Christian uh, hospitals were started by Christians. That's why you got St. Mary's and Baptist and all. They, they got that name for a reason. Why? Because... Churches, and I use that term loosely, churches started hospitals. That wasn't a thing. I mean, you just took care of your own. But hospitals became a ministry, if you want to put it that way, of believers. And then same thing with higher learning institutions. Some of the Harvard and Yale were, was preacher institutions. They, they got together to meet preachers. And to see what they are now is so sad. So, so these higher, started out with somebody... The blessings flowed out of those that knew God in some of these things, and people have benefited from it through the through the centuries. All right, so there's that. And then the next the next big one there is holy achievements, but we're not take the time to belabor them tonight. And then the next great big one is justification. After faith is justification. So there's where we're going to end it tonight. And uh, appreciate your time. Do pray for these that are not here tonight. And pray for. The halls continue to have some strength and help and grace. There's little, little things that they deal with and watch every day. Pray for my dad. Uh, again, uh, just the photographs that I took of him while I was in.
And then Anna and Philip went, or Anna and Joshua went Saturday and took a picture, and just to see the the change almost in a daily thing of his face being drawn in more and more. You know, it's not going to be long, and, and it's a difficult thing to be here, and so on and so forth. But hopefully, like I've prayed, that when the time draws a little closer, that Elizabeth or my son jo- uh, Philip or my sister Melinda can come. She's about two hours and 45 minutes away, three hours away, that she could be there maybe in time to, to be there. So anyway, I'm praying to that end. I do pray for graces there. Pray for Miss Linda and those that are not with us. Pray for Aunt Sue. Uh, Lord, you clear that cough up. Pray for my voice between now and Sunday. That I get a little bit more of it uh, between now and then, even though I'm supposed to teach tomorrow, and that's a seven-hour course, so we're going to see what that does to my voice. But... I think I'm going to nurse a bottle of lemon juice to hopefully get me through it. All right, so let's be dismissed in a word of prayer.